Get out of my lane, dude! <laughs> Welcome to another beautiful day at the Completely Unprepared Podcast Headquarters. I'm your host, Jordan Bluedorn. And I am David. And hi, this is Kira. And I actually have a uh, surprise for you guys that I have been holding off on telling you. Um, It took us one podcast, and we already have a presenting sponsor for the podcast. Oh, God. This podcast is brought to you by Famous Jameis Crab Legs, because some jokes <laughs> deserve to never die. Oh. <laughs> that, was the gold- that was the golden days of uh, <laughs> CFB memes. Oh, my Jameis Winston was a walking meme in CFB, and it was, it was fantastic. I have my, uh, one of my fantasy team's names is uh, Jameis Winston Cup Series. <laughs> Never let that die. Yeah, one of my one of my teams last year was uh, food highest right in the Publix. That's oh. good. Yeah. Okay, Jameis. Okay, so uh, what did you guys think of last week? There was there's some good there's some good stuff. Uh, I, I have to say, uh, the NFL was full of lots of interesting things. Not games in particular, but uh, all the things involved in the games. Um, Say, let's start off with uh, Marshawn Lynch's ejection. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was uh, that was pretty interesting because I don't think he was actually like trying to shove the ref. No, it, no, no. For, I don't think Marshawn anybody... Lynch ever truly intends. Like he never premeditates like ninety percent of the shit that he does. I feel like it's just constantly a part of like him just being caught up in the moment and doing crazy <laughs> shit. He's almost a perfect state machine, like. as as things come he just executes as he would in the current state exactly like he is the most predictably unpredictable kind of dude i mean if you're if you're uh, first off if you're like a non-nfl fan even in the bay actually in the bay area particularly there aren't a whole lot of major nfl fans up here and he has turned a lot of heads for all of his antics like he is garnering so much attention and everybody's like, wow, that guy is so crazy. He took the public transportation home from the game after he was ejected and watched the game in the stands. And as somebody who's (laughs) been watching Marshawn since Cal, you're like, actually, that's pretty fucking predictable, you guys. Yeah, he always takes public transportation. (laughs) I saw him walking past my work building once when he first got traded here and everyone was just like, nobody had any clue who he was nobody was paying him any attention because he's like a decently short-ish guy he's you know a couple inches taller than i am yeah and one dude pulled tried to pull him aside on the street for a picture and marshawn was like no bro no and just kept walking yeah he's like i got shit to do (laughs) yeah can't blame him for that although i've heard he's actually usually pretty uh pretty receptive to most people taking pictures i mean i'm sure it's based on the time yeah, but yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like I know a lot of times when he'll be like having dinner or something, he'll have let 
let people come up and talk to him and uh you know conversate and then as soon as his food comes he's like hey guys i appreciate you know all the stuff but i'm trying to eat do you guys mind taking off yeah which is which is he's always awesome. yeah i mean yeah. you saw how he appeared in the stands and people still recognized him but yeah it was really only maybe a group of what 15 people or so around him who recognized him and he had the the <clears throat> mask on or whatever well, see, if he really didn't want to be recognized, he'd have to go full T-Pain and cut his dreads. <laughs> oh, man. R.I.P. T-Pain's dreads. That's a whole other podcast that we could have. I mean, yeah. If you if you want to get me started on T-Pain, me and Jay can get in a fight real quick. Especially if you want to include the whole set, like debacle of Kanye fucking throwing T-Pain under the bus for using auto-tune and caught, like, making a spiral into that full depression and, like, <laughs> That's a whole thing that I actually feel pretty fucking passionate about, and I didn't listen to Kanye for at least a year after that Hold on, though. came out because I was so upset. Have you? Did you ever see the uh, music video for uh, Karaoke by T-Pain? No, I don't think I did, actually. Oh, my God. So, the, so Karaoke is him actually rapping and, like, calling out people who use autotune as, like, you know, basically, like, like stealing from him. And the music yeah. video starts off with a skit where he's in the bathroom and he's talking to somebody like in the other stall and he walks out of the stall and Kanye West walks out of the other one and Kanye goes, oh, funny, I didn't uh, recognize you without the autotune. And T-Pain <laughs> goes, funny, I uh, didn't recognize you without the autotune and leaves what? the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it was, That's incredible. It was back during like 808s and heartbreaks. Oh, it was so funny. If you, ha- if you haven't seen it, when we're done with this, go check that out. It's so funny. <laughs> For sure. Also, it's a DJ Khaled song. Ah, uh, DJ Khaled. <laughs> Major keys. Yeah, what else happened in the NFL this week? I mean, there was a decent amount of weird shit that went down. Yeah, so, so- you guys are going to have to go. <laughs> I told... Uh, I told... Jay, uh, over text, I said, this is the week of deja vu. So you had uh, Julio Jones ripping the ball out of uh, Malcolm Butler's hands like he had reached over and done it to Josh Norman a year or two prior. You had uh, Paul Richardson uh, with the simultaneous catch doing his best Golden Tate impression. And then you had oh, Kenny yeah. Stills bobbling the ball up as if his name was Jermaine Curse and it was the Super Bowl. <laughs> While Jermaine Curse was on the other sideline. Yes. Yeah, that's actually probably the best part is that Jermaine Curse was watching it going, I feel like I did that once. I, I could do it better. I could do it better. <laughs> this is the wrong green, but... Uh... <laughs> Let's compare tapes. So I just... I, <laughs> It was like each time that there was like one of those one of those plays happening, I was like, I've, I've seen this before. I, I had to go back and look up the actual plays to see it. The the Paul Richardson catch happened in like basically the exact same spot, um, just not an end of the game catch. The Kenny Stills one happened in the exact same spot. Uh, the only difference with the Julio Jones ones is that uh, Julio Jones's uh, rip was like at like the twenty or something originally. And then he ran it in for a touchdown, and this one he ripped it and just ended up in the end zone, or in was the already end in the end zone. So, yeah, I don't think I've seen like three uh, recognizable plays like that be replicated in such a similar fashion on the same weekend. And then, uh, in another deja vu, 
Vontae's perfect is hitting Steelers again. <laughs> okay, but can oh, we Vontae's. can we actually talk about how ridiculous it is that the NFL came out and said, "Oh no, we're not gonna like we're not gonna suspend him or or do anything to him at all." Like, oh yeah. Are you they have bigger fish to fry. Bigger like fish to fry. Colin, like calling Kaepernick. Was that what you were going to say? <laughs> yeah, that's what I went for. I just decided not to. You're like, oh, um, no, we already talked about that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here, here's the problem. He kicked the, he kicked the player in the helmet. He didn't kneel on his helmet. Oh, if, you put his knee, if you put his knee down on his helmet, then it's, then it's a major issue. Exactly, especially especially without any sort of uh, patriotism display as well. That's really that's where you get Roger Goodell's blood just fucking boiling. Yeah, you know people but, are still upset about that whole kneeling thing. Like like it, it's died down in the oh, actual media, but if you upset. talk to people about it, they're they're pissed. Oh yeah. But going back to Tez, I mean. I, I want to hear your guys' opinions on Vontez because I I feel yeah. like I'm a little biased. I saw him at ASU. I saw okay. him there. I got really used to his style of play. Okay. Um, and then he was completely vilified in the NFL his first year. And he I feel like he kind of sort of a little bit toned it down. But then we have stuff like this past weekend. So here, I'm really interested to hear that take. Because so here's, I'm just kind of desensitized to it. Here's my take on Vontez Perfect. You guys can tell me if you think. Uh, to me, Vontez Perfect is the boogie cousins of the NFL. <laughs> He's a good player. You want him on your team for how he performs, but at the same time, he's probably going to lose you like 10% of your games every year. That's, that's pretty fair, pretty accurate. Although it's much more of an issue when you're in the NFL because 10% really matters. Yeah, because 10% is Very one true. or two games and, and yeah. can be, a, especially depending on when they come, playoffs, uh, it can uh, <laughs> be a big problem. Yeah, that was, that was something. That was, only, that was one of the first time in a long time, and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm really glad the Steelers won this one because fuck Vontae's perfect. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so if I was if I was a general manager, I absolutely would not want him on my team, uh, considering how much we'd have to pay to have him on there. Tez still struggles with the whole idea of reeling it in. Yeah, he's never been able to have any sort of self control or real discipline. I mean, he has he's shown a little bit, but I mean, you also have Cincy's defense is still rated pretty decently well. It's not like they're always the one where at the end of your fantasy draft you're like ah shit i'm stuck with the cincinnati defense like fuck but yeah i just i don't know i mean it's really interesting to see how he's outlasted with the Bengals for exactly that reason so so i had i had uh, uh taking a hard a hard right turn here on this okay i had a conversation with uh it was a texting conversation but a conversation nonetheless with uh friend of mine today so he's a ravens fan oh, come on now you choose to get over sorry no okay. no no worries no worries Fucking Priuses. well in that case run them over i can't i'm in a mazda 3 if i was in the other okay really you chose to try and get over when you had plenty of space sir and now you're breaking in the middle of the goddamn road to get over one fucking lane you get talk like you don't together. realize that you're in san francisco yeah, I really never do. So yeah. Anyway, continue. No, so I, I, I was talking to a buddy of mine, and uh, I was pointing out to him today. I said the thing that drives me crazy, or or to use a different term, uh, concerns me, 
is the fact that if you took the Ravens, let's look at their offensive linemen actually being healthy again because they they're hurt themselves, you know, next year basically. Yeah. If the Ravens were the team that were able to trade for like Alex Smith and get rid of Joe Flacco and draft like a Barkley, Chubb, etc. running back, they easily move into you know uh, nine and seven to eleven and five conversation. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, without a, sure. without a doubt. Like right without now, they, they look like absolute horseshit right now. <coughs> but the Ravens are kind of a uh, smokescreen right now in terms of how bad they actually look. They're a lot better of a team than they yeah. currently look. And that concerns me for the next, you know, five years to come as Ben's going to depart. The Steelers are going to be looking for somebody else. I still don't feel confident that they're going to re-sign Bell. And uh, Bryant is uh, Bryant is a whole other headache in himself. Yeah, no, that, that's, an, that's an interesting one. Because they're, they're looking a lot like, uh, I don't know, probably like the Jags or something uh, of past years where it's like, yeah, they're just about there. They're not quite. But they have the potential if they can just figure out some basic things. And like you said, it's quarterback and running back. Yep. Uh, just a few few touches here and there, and that'll uh, change that team entirely. And uh, make them definitely contenders, at least for their division. Yeah, I like, uh, I like the Jets, the Ravens, and the Jaguars to go for Smith on the offseason. And I think if either three of yeah. those teams can acquire him – that it's you know it's a it's a three win boost because what those teams are well what the Jags are lacking is just competency at quarterback what the other teams are lacking yeah. is is uh, ball security at quarterback. Well, and honestly, yeah. I definitely would have put the Jags. I've been putting the Jags up all year for one of the tops to get Smith in the off season. But when you bring the Ravens into the conversation, I think the Ravens have more that they can deal with in terms of what they can give up for Alex Smith right. versus the Jags. And I think that's, if you know, if you make that a reality, then that's definitely a game changer for them there. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're the um, chiefs, would you give up knowing that you want to go to Patrick Mahomes next year? Cause, cause that's, that's the, that's the base assumption here, right? Like if they don't want to go to Patrick Mahomes next year, then this is a moot conversation. They're going to roll with Smith yeah. and they're going to ride him through the end of his contract. That's kind of how I see it. Honestly. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Continue. But let's let's assume that they want to uh, let's assume that they want to move to Mahomes next year. Uh, if you're the if you're the Chiefs, don't you trade? God, where are even the Chiefs? Where are the Chiefs even hurting? Honestly. Oh. I mean, the sec question. the secondary <laughs> is the only spot, and the only reason that they're hurting there is because Eric Berry broke himself. Yeah. And uh, you know, and that goes on the assumption again. Next year, you know, you have Eric Berry again. So it's yeah. like, uh... and and you could you could say that they're hurting at wide receiver, but at the same time, part of why they're hurting at wide receiver is because Alex Smith isn't a quarterback who features the wide receiver. He's a quarterback who exactly. features the running back and the tight end. Yeah, yes. and you know they they do have that star wide receiver in uh, little tiny Dan Anthony Thomas, <laughs> who is who is slowly trying to win himself some money this off season. Hey man, he's slowly winning himself. Not trying, he's slowly winning himself. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to have to keep up this progression, but uh, I, I'm rooting, I'm rooting so hard for him. It, it's adorable to see him there. Anytime you see him bouncing up and down in a huddle, and you're like, 
Oh, look at that little guy. Look at him bouncing around. <laughs> look at how happy he is just to be here. This is his real shot with a big team. Yeah. I, I feel a special connection to DeAnthony Thomas personally. Uh, when, I, when I was in the dorms at Oregon, uh, he used to come by my dorm all the time and uh, hook up with the girl who lived above me. So, so, so I know his stroke tempo. <laughs> You're very familiar with his rhythm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, if he gave me a metronome, I could figure out his BPM. Basically, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you fall. I can't you, say. You, did it, did it bring you comfort to fall asleep to the sounds of DeAnthony Thomas's strokes? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's kind of like uh, you know, like listening to the ocean when you fall asleep. But a uh, white noise machine, but only slightly more rhythmic. Exa exactly. Would exactly. would it suddenly turn to like a double bass and then end without <laughs> without any warning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he, he had some pretty good stamina. I'll, I'll give him that. It, it, it lasted a while. He's he's not just a sprinter. No, 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 no. He, he's not. He's no two pump chump. That's all, that's what I'm saying. Hey, honestly, I mean, I'm pretty sure from the first time that Jay heard him go for longer than, you know, I could make a personal joke here, but for longer than Jay is used to, he was like, man, that motherfucker's gonna make it in the NFL someday. He's gonna make it. He's, I believe in him. He he could be Mia Khalifa's next suitor. Oh, 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 oh. Speaking of, can we please talk about my new favorite NFL player, Juju Schuster-Smith? Team Juju. Oh. oh my gosh. Smith Smith Schuster. Smith Schuster. Smith Schuster. Yeah, yes. there we go. There we go. I, sh I should know this because he was at USC and I definitely yep. covered that team very extensively when he was there. Juju Smith Schuster. Um, first oh, of all, can Lord. someone what the fuck with this bike can someone fill me in because i did not follow whatever this team helped juju find his bike thing is and today after i sent the tweet of him like literally stiff arming me a khalifa everyone was just like oh my god he's so great on top of all that stuff with his bike and i was just like wait what so so here's the here's the thing so the bike thing uh from my understanding of it is that <clears throat> he has this bike that he rides around and somebody stole it and they were they put out like an ABV on it, like somebody find the bike, right? Let's get Twitter on it, and let's let's find Juju's bike. Yeah. He, his Juju Smith Schuster is the youngest player in the NFL, I believe. Um, yes, he's very young. He was even young when he was at SC. Yes, yes. Um, he was actually younger when he was at SC. Oh wait, what was that in the past? <laughs> it's like, do people do people get older as time goes on? God, <laughs> that's like the other Math day. Math is great. Literally, Betty White doesn't. Literally yesterday, <laughs> Tess goes, uh, "What time is it?" And I said, "Right now." And then I thought about. It, I said, "No, five minutes ago." <laughs> wait, did uh, you make your own joke? I made my own joke. <laughs> so, this this is a oh. frequent thing that happens. She has the decency to not make fun of me, but then I hear the joke in my head, and so I make it myself. I need to send a condolence card to Tess the second I get that opportunity to. Yeah, anyway. I'll, I'll text you my address. Um, right, cool. <laughs> the, uh, so, the, yeah, the bike thing was, was uh, from my understanding of it, because I didn't follow it that closely either, um, was that his bike got stolen and they were trying to find it. And so they, uh, they put out across social media and they went to find it. I think they, I think he actually did get his bike back because I saw a picture on on Steelers Reddit that said how I imagine Juju feeling today, and it's just like five different screen caps of uh, of what's that motherfucker on his bike who like got caught Pee -wee masturbating? Herman? Yep, thank you. 
Um, (laughs) got it before I I even got to the masturbating joke. (laughs) (laughs) Normally it takes me until the masturbating joke, but yeah, yeah. (laughs) usually I wait till it, even if it doesn't take me that long, but (laughs) (laughs) so then, so then Mia Khalifa says, you know, joins in on the Juju's bike thing and, uh, (laughs) and then he does the, uh, the stiff, stiff arming, but I'm, I'm looking at it. Yeah. I'm young, but not stupid. So I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking, uh, well, let's let's look at this from a you know historical perspective. It's Deshaun Watson's birthday, and he's getting his first start in the NFL. So so week two because he didn't start week one. He's getting yep. his first start. It's against the uh, it's on Thursday night against the Bengals, and uh, and the tweet comes out, and it's uh, Mia Khalifa trying to dunk on him in what is, I believe, supposed to look like his own house. I don't know if it really is. Uh, and she goes up, and, you know, her skirt comes up and stuff, and it goes out, and people are like, oh, he's he's not taking the game seriously and stuff. And then, and then he comes out and scores what I believe was the only touchdown of that game. Mm. Um, <clears throat> if I'm Juju, uh, first off, I definitely saw that. Second off, <laughs> when she then texts me or tweets to me, I'm going, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not going to be second fiddle here. <laughs> Absolutely not. And Mia Khalifa goes way, way back further than that. Uh, with oh, yeah. College players. Like, uh, was it 2014? She was well, trying to get... Uh, Jay, we, we know some... she goes back with college players. We... Hey. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Well, yeah, like 2014, she was trying to get one of the Ohio State quarterbacks to transfer to Florida State. JT Barrett? No. Not uh, really. <laughs> is it our current Heisman forerunner? Yeah, isn't she going for the... No, 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 okay. Anyway, who are you saying? I think it was when JT was actually injured. Ah. And it might, I think about it, it was either Braxton Miller or Cardale. I can't remember which one. It was probably Cardale Jones. Is it Cardale Definitely. or is it Cardale? Is it's, it's Cardale. It's Cardale, okay. Cardale Jones. Cardale. Cardale Hones. Cardale Hones. Cardale Jones. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I think actually, I think I think it was Braxton because yeah, and uh, Braxton would make more that. sense because they would explain how she ended up at Deshaun Watson's house. Yeah. <laughs> well, well. Uh, hey, Braxton, where does Deshaun live? Whoever it was was like married with a kid or something, and was like, "Oh, that's pretty awkward." And then uh, la- la- later, after that, next season, uh, I guess Chad Kelly was trying to hit her up, and uh, oh, that doesn't she surprise just, me. <laughs> no and then she just put him on blast and like sent out like pictures of him like trying to get at her and shit it was pretty funny oh like all the screenshots of like him trying yeah. and then there was another player that was mixed up with all of that and like as a woman so today like i was cracking up laughing at my desk over juju's tweet and my coworkers. i mean they're all same as me, you know, generally pretty woke women. And they're like, what are you laughing so hard it's a about? Nice self description. <laughs> I found myself, I found, thank you. <laughs> I found myself having to explain Mia Khalifa and her relevance to the sports world to my friends who, again, I feel like there's a common theme here. My friends who really don't follow sports on any sort of level that I do. Mm-hmm. And like, on one level, as a woman, I was just like, oh my God, like, this is terrible like this woman is 
what is she even doing? Like, where is her mother? Like, what is what is she up to in her life? And then... Have you seen what she does for a living? Her mother's not in the picture. Yeah, this is not a thing <laughs> <Exactly>. anymore. <laughs> exactly. And on the other hand, I'm just like so beyond appreciative of Juju's response and like you said all the background for it where I was just like you know ultimately the entertainment overrules I I gotta I just gotta appreciate this just let me just let me appreciate this moment I'm not going to continue to explain Mia Khalifa to you guys or now, now I'm doing all this uh Mia Khalifa research I did a lot of research about no you know, Jay, what Jay that's not what this is about nope nope and now I'm uh now I just need to know all about Mia Khalifa nope no Jay no, we're gonna have to. Uh, you're gonna have to wait about a half hour before you start doing your Mia Khalifa research, okay? Apparently, she played lacrosse in high school. That's hey, remember she... that whole metronome thing earlier? <laughs> yeah. To be entirely fair, he does not need half an hour. It'll be okay. <laughs> David and I can continue for another what, like thirty seconds, and then hey, go hey, into hey, a little hey. more on the Steelers. Don't well, be handing my secrets out. All right. I'm only on this podcast to increase my street cred, and you're just killing it right now. All right. So yeah, she she apparently graduated from UTEP with a Bachelor of Arts in History. Very interesting stuff. She graduated. Uh, yeah, that's what I. I mean, with a I mean a Bachelor's of Arts in History, but that's actually pretty interesting. That's not what I've expected. I mean, she, she also got married uh, shortly after turning 18. It just says an American man. That sounds be believable. At that point. Yeah. Like I, I, the way it's phrased, that way it sounds like a green card kind of thing. Oh boy! <clears throat> yeah, oh, what man. else happened this past weekend in in the in the sports? Um, let's My see. Broncos. Yankees blew it and tried to pretend like they didn't. <laughs> Accurate. I was gonna say. Apparently, uh, doctors are saying that uh, Aaron Rodgers might be able to return to playing within like six weeks or something like that. Oh, wow. So he might be back before the end of the season. Well, that would be like the second coming of Jesus for Green Bay fans. <laughs> and Rodgers already the, is. And on yeah. the 15th week, he arose. <laughs> he arose from the dead. Well, it depends on how close Brett Humley can get them to the playoffs. Because if, if they're sitting at, yeah. let's say they're sitting at, nine and five they're not going to rush rogers back they're just going to try to lock into that wild card spot and then bring rogers back like the game before or right at yeah yeah well to be honest like brett looked not terrible considering all circumstances i mean he had that really awesome rushing touchdown like he was a pretty physical dude he could maybe be like you know the last went like help me obi-wan brett hunley you're our literal obi-wan brett hunley (laughs) (laughs) and he could maybe maybe secure a couple of wins i don't even know who the packers have left on their schedule uh let's see where we at here what's funny is Um, i've heard so many people try to come up with a name like a nickname for brett hunley (laughs) obi-wan brett hunley is actually the best one i've heard (laughs) It just rolls off the tongue. So let's see. They're <laughs> I'm a little home- offended at that. <laughs> they're home against the Lions, at the at the Bears, home against the Ravens, at the Steelers, home mm. with the Bucks, at Browns, at Panthers, versus Vikings, at Lions. Like mm. eh, if they're already at four and three, like 
It would be so, cool. To, I mean, it would be cool to see it, but I, I'm not putting all my money in Brett Hundley's basket. I just say it wouldn't be entirely terrible or entirely surprising, rather, if he was able to eke out a win here or there. Yeah. It, it's going to be hard, though. There's there's some good teams in there. Yeah. yeah. Or at least some uh, de- some decent ones. Mm. Like the Lions is going to be a hard one. Yeah. Vikings are going to be hard. Even the Bears are going to be hard. So yeah, I, I went through while I was at uh, work this week um, on, my, on my lunch, I, I took all of the NFL teams and I wrote them down by their record and switched them, put them into four categories. I called it top contenders, playoff chances, long shots, and totally out. Uh, and my, my specification for each group was top contenders are simply the teams that like I could see in the playoffs. Playoff chance, or rather, in the Super Bowl. Playoff chances were ones that I could see making a, at least a wild card. And long shots were teams that I didn't feel confident counting out. And <clears throat> my specification on long shots was, I feel like if you can get to 9-7, and seven, you have a shot of making the wild card. Typically, it's 10-6, and six, but 9-7 and seven is a shot, right? Mm-hmm. So what I did was I wrote down them by their by their record and then looked at how many top contenders they had to play and counted those automatically as losses. And here's the crazy thing. The only teams I can actually totally count out are Cleveland, the Giants, and the 49ers. Also plausible. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. But we're seven weeks in, and we can only count out three teams. I mean, this kind of sounds par. Yeah, I mean, I think it was different for these past few seasons because uh, we we had the undefeated teams going in. But uh, we, we, you know, the the longest surviving was uh, Hmm. was six and zero Chiefs that have gone gone down completely. So. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, just the more Chiefs, balance. The, the Chiefs weren't six and zero; they were, uh, they were five and zero. Five and zero, okay. Because they lost so, yeah. to Pittsburgh, and you know. Yeah, yeah. Now, now they're five and two. Yep. There was a quote that I heard from uh, Tom Brady from one of his uh, conference, uh, you know, news conferences or press conferences or whatever it is, where he said, uh, "There's really no carryover from week to week. It's a different game plan. It's a different team. It's a different performance every week." And uh, I don't think there's ever been a season where that has been more obvious. Yeah, I mean, not not for a very long time, at the very least. It's uh, it's very balanced right now. Sure, not um, in my mind. No, not not in my memory, rather. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I mean, you got all, you got a lot of teams that are even ones that we pretty much counted out at the beginning. Uh, the Jets, for example. Uh, Everyone week to week is just stepping up in different ways and uh, c- coming up with different ways to win. And there are so many close games right now. Uh, yeah. Even ones that finish, you know, two score differences are pretty close games. So yeah. it's hard to tell, especially who's even really on top. Uh, I guess the Chiefs. <laughs> well, so there are two, two losses. Yeah, actually, to your point there, even. Uh, Let's say that Safarian Jenkins' call goes the other way, and then the Jets win that game, mm-hmm. and then they don't blow that lead to Miami. the The Jets are five and two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With and they're a good, with Josh they're a good McCown. looking team. 
honestly. With Josh McCown. Well, I mean, we, we said the same with the same indignation a couple of years ago with Ryan Fitzpatrick. The Jets just always find a way of finding that guy that'll not last you for a long time, but uh, last you long enough. <laughs> God damn it. Um, other we can fun... talk about uh, the Broncos getting shut out for the first time in 25 years, but I'd really like not to. I think we can gloss that over. Thanks. Yeah, well, yeah, I can't believe the Broncos. That was uh, that was sad, honestly. Oof. How does that even happen? I did Emmanuel Sanders entirely, play. To be entirely honest with you, I didn't watch a single minute of that game because I don't get that shown in my area, and I decided to be a somewhat responsible adult this weekend and not go drink at the bar. Yeah, and watch. I so. didn't. I didn't watch the uh, Steelers game because I don't get shown that one, and. Uh, Jay was actually in town this weekend, and so we just sat and watched the uh, Seahawks game instead. Oh, that's right. I saw that on on the Snapchat. Yes. The, the Snapper Chatters. The, yeah. The Chipper Snitters. So speaking um, of that game, can we talk about how uh, after failing to convert nine times in a <laughs> row, uh, Russell uh, Wilson is still out there like, well, let me go, coach. Let me, let me take another shot. I know I just I just had nine chances from the goal line, but uh, I'm feeling lucky on number ten. How many what how many fuck? classes does your child have to fail before you say pay for your own education? I, like, in case, in case for anyone who's watching, didn't see uh, on th- on third down there was a I think there was a pi that resulted in an automatic first down. And then they couldn't convert for another three downs. And then there was another uh, unnecessary Probably roughness. Holding roughing, the, roughing the passer. Yeah. I don't know. doesn't matter. Uh, another basically, penalty that gave us a first down again. Basically, calls so, gave them gave them 10 chances no. at the one-yard line. Yep. And, and it was a turnover. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone starts putting Doug Baldwin on blast for shoving Tom Cable. Uh, shove fucking Russell Wilson on that one. Shove Jimmy Graham. Uh, yeah, for shove Jimmy Graham. Dro- dropping, dro- dropping wide open balls. Yeah, Russell Wilson should not be put on blast for sh- throwing the ball exactly into Jimmy Graham's hands, which just happened to be made of jello. No, but that was one out of the ten plays. Fair enough. <laughs> Look, See, you got like giving up the chance to win. That was also the same as the Raiders chiefs game that happened where it was like the clock ran out and they gave up, they continued to give up yards and yards and the Chiefs just couldn't fucking stop it. And of course the Raiders scored touchdown because it was like two ridiculous calls. It was fucking insane. I, that was the ending that I watched where I was just like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah. I was stoked. I had Michael Crabtree in fantasy and, uh, I needed that touchdown to win that, to win that week. Yeah. Um, it, it ended up being the difference. So <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling really good about uh, trading Aaron Jones for Amari Cooper right now. I know I've been talking about it all week, but I just need to say it again. It's uh, it, it's the greatest trade I think I've ever made in fantasy. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, only because you ended up needing a wide receiver more than running back, but yeah, it, it, I, 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 I wish value. It was, it was dominating. Yeah. 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 I wish Ty Montgomery was going off and they benched Aaron Jones again just to, just to really sell my trade even better. Yeah, your trade to your dad. <laughs> hey, 
he, he, he pretends to know about football. Yeah, fair enough. He actually played. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For 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 what was his uh, what was his uh, number at Washington State? Oh, you know, he played he played basketball at Washington State. Oh, I was under the impression that he played football at Washington State. No, no, no. Uh, his his friend played at Washington State alongside Jimmy McElwain. Ah. Uh, back in the day. So, shouts to uh, Coach Mac, close family friend. Hey. Uh, yeah. Who probably doesn't want to be associated with this at all. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get uh, so many angry letters after this one. He could he could use some he could use some uh, people who are out there for him. He, apparently, he's starting to get death threats down in Florida right now. Yikes! Because of their three and three start. Oh dear. Yikes. Yeah. Florida takes football real seriously. That's an understatement. Yeah. Them in Texas, they just they live, breathe, and die football. I don't know. Netflix had some series about uh, like young kids playing football in like Texas. Oh, uh, 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 Friday Night Tykes or something like that. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it wasn't was Netflix. It was ah uh, oh, shit. I don't know. It, it was it was some channel, but it ended up on Netflix again afterwards. Oh, okay, but yeah, that th- those parents are fucking intense, and they're out of their minds. Seriously, oh, they're hardcore. They're hardcore. Yeah, like if your kid's not good at football, they they are unloved and hated. Like that's awful. There's no game that's worth that. No, never. Are you looking at Friday Night Tykes? Trying to. I'll say Friday night tykes. I don't, I don't know if I want that in my search history. Yeah. For, 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 top, top link. Friday night tykes is the most depressing show on television. There, there you go. go. Accurate. Jinx. Because you just watch these kids. Ugh. Even more so than, um, than like the child model pageant things, child beauty pageant kids. I, I imagine that's it's, it's worse. I, I never watched this. Worse, if not, if it's not the same as Steph, or if it's not the worst, it's definitely at least the same. Yeah, because I mean, those kids are getting taught about you know being beautiful and all that, and that they have to be beautiful. But these kids are like, if you don't throw your body away for a play, I hate you. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's dangerous. I mean, obviously, you know, making kids anorexic and bulimic and all that—that's also very dangerous. But you know. This is directly dangerous. I think we should spend the next 30 minutes trying to figure out which is more dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one causes CTE. So I feel like we're right now we're on a path to go uh, on this particular podcast uh, to not talk about Mike Leach. And uh, this is basically (laughs) a Mike Leach podcast. Right. Um, it's so true, though. I mean, right, we're, we're I'm posting so this. That you ordered all of his books. <laughs> hold on, hold yeah, on. We're, we we are posting this in r slash Mike Leach fan club, right? Is, is there such a place? I need to go. I need to go there if there's such a place. Uh, Subscribe right now. I don't know. I thought it was the Reddit thing to say it as if it was, and if it isn't, oh well. If it isn't, we'll make it. It's what, what's oh, going to happen. Oh, it's not, but we got to make it. Mike Leach 2020. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. I'm still pulling for Mike Cuban. <laughs> uh, you guys I, are I've laughing, seen but Shark- I'm not kidding. No, I've seen it. I've seen what it looks like. I watched Sharknado three. It's uh, it's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, he's a pretty good president in that. Was he in that? Yeah, he's the president in Sharknado three. I never watched Sharknado. Oh, you you need to watch Sharknado. No, it's, no, no, uh, no. Everybody goes all crazy about about fucking uh, 
Shark Week and all this shit, and I'm just, I'm not down. I'm not down. Anytime something becomes that cool for everybody to go crazy about, I Hipster. typically go the other way. Hipster. Um, I would like to dispute that, but I do live in Portland. Yeah. Um, okay, wait, hold on. Okay, never mind. For some really bad reason, I thought that you said Shark Week and not Shark Tank. Shark Week. I'm not a fan of Shark Week. Oh, okay. Okay, well, okay, so you did say Shark Week. Okay, first of all, it started out so great. And when you're an original Shark Week fan, you totally love it. Okay, but, but I was never an original Friday, Shark Week fan. Why were you never an original Shark Week fan? It's overrated. It's not that good. I, I, I liked it. It's not that good. Well, you I can like, like something and it doesn't have to be great. I yeah. mean, I like the Broncos still this year. Yeah, they're not that good. <laughs> there you go. Again, I'm yeah, speaking, like, I'm speaking from, like my, how, from uh, my opinion with the exception of the Broncos. Yeah, I like how out of all of our fandom, the teams that are doing the best are uh, Arizona, <laughs> Arizona State, and the Steelers. <laughs> the Steelers is the one that makes the most sense out of all that. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, the fact that Michigan is struggling very hard, Oregon's struggling very hard. Meanwhile, Arizona and Arizona State are flying up the upswing. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, if you had asked me early in the season, I definitely would not have called Michigan to be struggling this badly. But we talked about this last week, too. And last week it was like, okay, we're going to see how they do against Penn State. If they're able to come out and actually do really well after such a hard <laughs> test with Michigan State. Mm-hmm. And in overtime, went over in Indiana, which targeted us out. Then we'll see. Yeah, we saw. Yeah, I saw in, yeah. in two, two drives from Penn State. And to be fair, it was one point at halftime. But uh, I don't think I would have called this at the beginning of the year. However, now in hindsight, I definitely kind of have seen this coming since week six. Yeah, uh, fun fun stat that I was reading earlier. Uh, in the past 11 games uh, – both Jim Harbaugh and Butch Jones are six and five. Oh, you guys are on par with Butch Jones. Oh, I know. Doesn't that hurt? That actually caused some physical pain, um, <laughs> but also is entirely understandable. Yeah, That's probably why it was so painful. I thought it was really sweet when uh, when Butch played against Alabama last week. There, they had a. Uh, Somebody hired one of those planes to pull a banner over the stadium that said, It's okay, Butch. Your mom still loves you. That's the Tennessee way. Uh, It was very nice. That's some proper hate week right there. Those Alabama fans knew exactly what to do. (laughs) Actually, I'm not even convinced it was Alabama fans. It might have been some uh, Tennessee fans. It's just just their own fans as well. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It it very well could have been Tennessee fans because in, uh, in English Premier League, uh, like last year, and maybe even this year, I haven't followed that closely, but last year, there were people who had hired like the, those same planes to fly around banners that say Fire Arsene Wenger, which is uh, uh, the uh, manager of Arsenal's team. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's too good. Yeah, that was, that was a, f- I didn't see any moan of that particular match. I didn't have to. Um, one that was really interesting was that Oklahoma State Texas game. That one got that one got heavy towards the oh, end. Yeah. An overtime win. 
I, I just can't tell if everyone is bad or Texas is just underrated. <laughs> that's every, that's not every year, but I mean, it's always just, a question of rain. Okay, so that, just, that Texas game, Every game is though, going down to the wire. The fallout from that all. Texas game, though, has me just, maybe I just didn't realize, or maybe I'm, I'm, you know, just slow to the game, but holy shit, people are rough on these, you know, sub-20-year-olds. Because people oh, are, like, God. on yeah. fire about that, what is it, Ellison? Is that his last name? That, that Yeah. Ellinger. Ellinger, Ellinger. thank you. Yeah, that, yeah. That, oh, the one who's, and they were showing his mom all throughout the game, too. I don't care mm-hmm. about his mom. I'm talking Cute. about the fact that he threw it an interception on third oh, down yeah, instead no. of taking the field goal. And and he's clearly just trying to make a play where there isn't one when he should just throw the ball away or even take the sack because they're still in field goal range, and 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 I can forgive both of those things because he's what nineteen years old. Yes, people it's college football lit that shit on fire. Yeah, <clears throat> welcome to college football, man. People are brutal on no. these like. See, not is. even just not even just college football, but Texas football. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness! See, I'm I'm, like, I'm big on NFL, where like when somebody fucks up, you can be like, you make millions of dollars to do that. And college football, it's like you get an education to do that. Wait, um, yeah, no, and mm. even that's a hard argument to make. Is like, oh yeah, well, we're granting them an education. Yeah, but you're also taking up all their time to to detract uh, from said education. Yeah, but and then they also are supplying the best, the best uh, tutors to them during that time. So, quote unquote well, tutor. It's not a tutor even, if they just fucking do your homework for you. Well, not even do your homework for you. It's when you are forcing kids study topics that aren't even topics they want to be studying that they have a personal passion for, because they're the only ones that are either available full time online, letting them do tests from the road. Or because they're the only ones that other students have taken, so they can just kind of follow the same curriculum. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's that's particularly limiting because then you have a kid who graduates <clears throat> with a degree in family studies and they have no idea what they're gonna do with their lives because they never wanted to study family studies. They wanted to play softball. You yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah. The- and- I can, I can totally go for for the uh, argument of oh yeah we're giving them education if there if there was another option like yes. if you could if you could go out of high school and go play semi pro ball uh, semi pro football and then that would let you lead into the NFL I could be like oh yeah uh, they chose to go to play college ball instead of going into the semi pro so that way so then they yeah they should be focused on their education that would totally make sense to me that's a good but point I never thought of yeah you're required to go to college if you want to play in the NFL. And, uh, you know, you're basically getting an education force on you. And what is it going to be worth if you're not there with the express interest of learning? That is actually a great point. What if, what if arena football took 18 year olds? It'd be great. It'd be a great feeder system. But the NCAA would never allow that. Well, you look at, you know, how college basketball, well, you look at how college basketball went when it was the one and done. (laughs) And now you have... of white collar crime that's cropped up because these agents and these clothing companies went to make millions of dollars off these kids by poaching them from their high school coaches or their you know mentors or if they went to college for the one year they're college coaches i mean Mm. that's where you know 
the NCAA needs to not be as shady about things and be a little more kind of open as to their processes and their investigations and, you know, really take into consideration that, yes, a lot of these kids are here to play sports, but a lot of them aren't going to go pro. We all know that's like a circular fact, but you're not offering them any other opportunities, just like Jay said. And also like, you're creating these programs that are incredibly expensive to run and maintain that universities can't handle. So they have to tuition hike. And then now you're talking about the issue of secondary or post-secondary education in America as we know it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a broke system. And uh, to answer your question, like, Oh, could the NCAA stop it Uh, with their strong affiliation to the NFL? Absolutely. They could stop it Uh, because the the NFL is the governing body. If there was another uh, professional football league, that uh that was popular then yeah they actually might have a shot of oh well you know the usfl just a name i made up here uh (laughs) the usfl is uh taking players from arena league so then the nfl would have to respond and be like okay well we can take it players from the arena league too and so then that competition would drive to allow uh, a semi-pro feeder league rather than just straight out of college Hmm. straight out of college I thought the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all. And that's why our group chat is my favorite. That, by the way, is the name of the episode. Straight out of college. <laughs> oh, man. Back to... Straight out of UTEP. Straight out of... <laughs> Khalifa. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's, going back, that's going back title, a little bit. Mia Khalifa, yes. comma, straight out of UTEP. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There you go. There it is. Um... um Go, going back a little bit, because uh, we kind of ran away from it. Really Mike do. Leach. Yeah, but we oh, need yeah. to talk about Mike Leach, because uh, every every week he got something great. So Mike Leach has called for a rally in Lubbock uh, to support for his quest to get paid by Texas Tech. Because <laughs> uh, he feels that he did not get due compensation from Texas Tech. And I, I guess it already happened, but yeah. Oh, this is my favorite story from the past weekend. Heading into this past weekend was seeing this as a headline and just being like, oh my God, yes, I would do anything to attend this rally. I will pick it so hard <laughs> for Mike Leach's fair compensation. It's, uh, yeah, his quote is literally, help me get justice. I, I love it so much. <clears throat> I loved Jay that you sent us that link, or was it Jay or was it you, Kira? Who who sent the link to the Mike Leach? Which link? To the Mike Leach. Mike Leach. (laughs) There's uh, a there's a lot of Mike Leach that goes on in our group chat. That's ridiculous amount. As there should be, but you're going to need to be more specific. The one where he was trying to arrange that rally. I think it was Jay. LubbockOnline.com. Probably. I've killed a lot of brain cells since that. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, What I love is that you sent it, and then I scrolled down to the comments. Listen to this comment here. Uh, Dan Swanner, agency owner at Farmers Insurance Group. I don't know which one, but... This is Jay. Shouts to Dan. Shout out Dan Swanner. (laughs) S-W-A-N-N-E-R for anybody trying to blow shit up. Uh... (laughs) He, he comments, to hell with Mike Leach once and for all. In his last 12 to 18 months at Tech, he dared to, all caps, apply 
and interview for three major D1 programs and allow it public on, in press. He got beat out for all three jobs. All caps. B-O-R. I don't know what that means. Knew he was leaving anyway, so didn't renew his contract. Facts are facts. Leach was ready to dump tech. So why all this whiny ass complaining about a staff member who just did not work out? Now here's where it takes a hard left turn. <laughs> or should I say hard right turn? Hard right turn for sure. Think he'll bring some Soros paid Antifa black clads with him? I would not be surprised. Grumpy emojis. Yeah, you just can't. Uh, <laughs> you can't. You can't not blame the uh, liberals for Mike Leach <laughs> at any opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Those anti-fascists in Pullman just really grind my gears. Let me tell you. God damn it! Just get back to those farms. <laughs> Which is particularly funny because, as far as Washington goes, <laughs> Pullman's kind of more of a right wing area, anyway. Exactly. It is very true. It absolutely is. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I also liked. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, I also liked Mike Leach talking about uh, talking about them not paying him for his last year or whatever. You've got schools that have actually had murders rapes and sexual assault schools that have cheated and fixed grades schools that bought players there's only one school in the nation that's shameful enough to not have paid their head coach only one texas tech stands alone as far as being sleazy and not paying their head coach can you imagine that I feel so bad for cliff kingsbury right now can, can we get a cuban leech ticket going yes <laughs> i i, I, I <laughs> I, would, I would vote for that, but here's the problem. I don't think either of those could share power. I don't think one of those could be the vice president. One of those could be the president. Mm. Just I'm just imagining like they're point. campaigning, they're stumping, or like being at an event, <laughs> and like Mark Cuban's just like warming up the crowd, being pretty genial, being pretty smart. Then Mike Leach just comes out and just like surly as shit and going up to the mic and like answering the questions. Oh my god! But also funny, imagine having to campaign on that behalf too. What's funny is is like usually like if it's if it's somebody that that we're talking about being up, like I can I can make a joke in my head about what they would actually say, and then like you know exaggerate it and and make it seem funny. But with Mike Leach, I I don't think I can exaggerate enough Be <laughs> because as I try to come up with the joke, I know that what he's going to say is going to end up being both deviations away from what I'm saying and nine times funnier. Oh, yeah. Everything he says is just, it's, it's gold. The man is just pure gold. When he's done, we need to accumulate a highlight reel and just uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> throw just it out pot there. Potent potables. I got, I got the book coming. 700 um, quotes from uh, Mike Leach. Oh, thank God. Oh, I think we need God. to work at least like two in every single episode. You got Minimum. it. Minimum. <laughs> it's happening. Don't you worry. Oh. So, uh, in in all seriousness, no, no. In all seriousness, though, um, most important college football game this weekend: Penn State, Ohio State. Uh, is that coming? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. It's, it's uh, uh, twelve thirty Pacific time. On Fox. I don't like rooting for uh, Penn State, but uh, here we are. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I, 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 in all honesty, I biases aside and all that, I do think that uh, Penn State's going to take that one. Ohio State's yeah. looks pretty decent, but I haven't seen anything that was that made me like, oh yeah, they're a top team. But meanwhile, uh, I feel like Penn State's had a pretty good roster going so far, or uh, roster. They've had a pretty good schedule. Yeah, they, they've been playing some pretty good teams and playing them pretty well. And don't get me wrong, Ohio State's played some uh, very good games, but uh, who's their marquee win? Uh, 49-21 over Indiana, maybe? Uh, I guess that's a good one. That was their opener. But then after that, Nebraska, Maryland, Rutgers, UNLV, Army are their other well, wins. What was that score of that Indiana game that they opened with? Did you say 49-21? Yeah. That's a good win. Yeah, well, I mean, you look at Penn State, they beat them, what, 45-14. So, and then... Technically um, better. Yeah, we'll see. I think it's going to be an incredible matchup. Um, I am really excited to see Saquon Barkley in that game, because the first full game that I watched him, like, you know, consistently throughout, not just, like, the highlights, was this Mm -hmm. past week, was this Michigan game, and he, like... Definitely, definitely, his, some of his smaller movements and the way like he was just so incredibly like able to read and be so smart and like his snap judgment, like yeah, and he's patient J- too. J- yeah, exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's got so many. He's got brains. That's what mm-hmm. makes him an incredible player. So I think that alone is going to be what lifts them up over Ohio State because you have. I mean, Urban Meyer. I always, you know, I won't ever ever root for Ohio State but I definitely appreciate Urban Meyer as a head coach and respect the guy oh, I to certainly a don't. extent yeah <laughs> exactly like as a Ducks I fan to... I certainly do not appreciate shit about Urban Meyer <laughs> well I mean I, I respect him as a very strong head coach I, I don't I don't know yeah I respect I, probably more than actually appreciate I would say Yep. Yeah. Uh, he's earned a lot of respect there, but I just I don't think that this squad this year has that same mental acuity as they did in years past. I think that Penn State definitely has there. So my big my big game for the week, uh, which I think is going to be uh, an exciting upset, is Hold going on. to be before Eric- before we move on to it. Before we move on to yeah. it, I want to mention yeah. one thing. Currently on Bovada, Ohio State is six point favorites. That's silly. Take it. On it. <laughs> oh, God. As you were saying. Um, actually, before I move on, uh, another important point that's going to arise is if Ohio State does manage to take on Penn State and beat them, it is very good news for JT Barrett's Heisman hopes. <laughs> 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 you guys laugh. This is, this is where he, he's going to get uh, he's going to get noted and noticed. Because he's had a silently good season, and uh, it didn't show in the Oklahoma game. But everybody can falter. Hell, Lamar Jackson last year for the past the last yeah. couple of games did not look good. Hey, and you then we will. JT, JT Barrett's will... going to start his run. <laughs> Moving to the direction that I was going to before we yes. sidetracked a little bit there. Wait, are we going um, into like future now? And we're not talking about this past weekend's games. Yes, oh, we can. We have moved okay. into we're we're sitting here at uh, an hour and eighteen right now. Okay. Yeah. I just I just wanted to ask Biz how he felt about the Arizona Cal game, but oh, yeah. well, actually, that's a good transition into because what I anyway. 
that Arizona Cal game, you can ask David. I almost jizzed in my pants at the end. Oh, I yeah. was, I was on cloud nine. I, I couldn't even sit. I was just sitting there jumping up and down. I felt so bad for his neighbors below us. I was trying not to, but oh my god, that was so exciting. And I, I, I actually, I, I thought Cal was gonna win it. Uh, at the very end there, I was like, oh fuck, Cal is gonna drive down the field and they're gonna go for two and they're gonna fucking convert and they're just gonna break my heart right here. And then uh, they didn't, and it was fantastic. That broken up pass at the end over the middle, it was just glorious. I was screaming. It was the middle of the night. It, I, it was amazing. And somehow um, I was the only one who was drinking excessively. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, might, that reminds me. I left, I left some whiskey at your place. Uh, um, no, I don't think you did. <laughs> oh. Okay. Brought it all home in your belly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's still above my fridge. There you go. Um, anyway, uh, the game I wanted to talk about, which I think is going to be very interesting, is Arizona-Washington State. Hey, hey uh, uh, is, that, is that a pen that you're playing with right now? It was. Yeah, put that shit down. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. It's, I, I always do shit when I'm... Anyway. Nope, no worries. Um, Arizona-Washington State. It's going to be quite a game. And I, I really think that Arizona is going to get the upset there. Uh, because they've kind of proven week in and week out that uh, the way to attack Washington State isn't to do anything fancy on the outside or anything. It's to really go at them up the gut. And uh, Arizona's running game is fantastic. Khalil Tate is a goddamn monster. And every week it's just more and more of him putting on ridiculous shows. He's averaging uh, over 10 yards a carry. That's not surprising. That kid. I'm looking at it right now. 56 carries, 780 yards, and seven touchdowns. Jesus. If he was on he's a better team. 780 yards and he didn't even start the entire season. If he was on a better team, he'd be a Heisman candidate with those numbers. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think he's not even in the race because he didn't even play for half the season so far. Right, but like, like I said, if he was on a better team, like, like if he was the starting quarterback for, well, quite frankly, if he was the starting quarterback for Washington State. But yeah. Um, I think that uh, they're going to be able to really attack that uh, D line and just chunk them up the middle. I think Arizona's got the upset on this one. They are in. They are in Tucson, six thirty p.m. Pacific time. I don't know why I keep specifying that. We only talk in specific specific time. Uh, Washington <laughs> State favored by three. Yeah, yeah, I. Uh... The line sounds right, but I, I can I can Yeah. I can see it going either. Yep. I, I think Arizona's got the upset on that one. And, and alternatively, another similar I uh, I think upset alert from Arizona is gonna be uh, Arizona State USC. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you, I paid Arizona State to continue the way they were performing. Uh, the past couple of weeks, but they've actually really held up. And after seeing how USC fared last week, yeah, um, Sam Darnold does not I, look good. No, I think I mean he just looks <coughs> he looks tired. He looks yeah. kind of bored. I'm not gonna lie. He looks like he's kind of starting to get really bored. He had a he, fumble in an end. From think, what I've from what I've seen of him, Sam Darnold looks like first six games of uh, of basically every season of Eli Manning. We're Accurate. Like, we're all yeah. watching it, going, "Come on, we know you can be good. We're we're you can do it." And he's just out there, like, "Yeah, I'm I'm playing." Yeah, 
it's uh it's that look of i just gave my two weeks notice so yeah what are you gonna do to me yeah as somebody who used to manage a shoe store i hated two weeks notices <laughs> just just go i don't need you yes yeah no. i can get people to fill your shifts can i but like now if i don't give you the time it's like yeah it's, it's just a whole mess yeah but uh, yeah, I think Arizona State State's got that uh, that upset on what are they number twenty one now? I think USC. Uh, USC is twenty one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They fell pretty hard after that uh, Notre Dame routing of them. Seriously, Shout, whoa! Shouts I mean... to uh, Josh Adams from Notre Dame: nineteen carries, hundred ninety one yards, three touchdowns. Yikes! Monstrous. Yeah. Impressive. And honestly, the numbers weren't too different. Um, Besides the score, obviously, turnover margin is you know three, so that's 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 a big one. But uh, USC with seventy six rush yards, three hundred thirty six passing, and then Notre Dame with three seventy seven rush and one hundred twenty through the air. But really, you know, that's only what an extra hundred yards uh, to make that big of a difference. It's crazy. Yeah, definitely takeaways. They're important. Well, guys. Anything else we want to get in before the end of this? Because I'm gonna to have to edit this all together, and I don't have much more time. Um, let's see. Texans are leading NFL in scoring right now. Uh, it's a little bit padded thanks to that Titans game, but uh, yeah, that team that we always make fun of last year for being an inept offense but a great defense, leading the NFL in scoring. I'm taking Seahawks 27, Texans 17. I uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> it's it's in Seattle. I'm 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 going with that. I, I hope you're right. I, I really hope you're right. But uh, I'm scared. I about feel it. like more 27-24 might be a better better line there. Let's see what, what else. Todd Todd Gurley hates playing international games. Quote: It's cool playing over there. Don't get me wrong. Just more of the long week messes up a bunch of people's schedules. I'm pretty sure y'all the media want to be in y'all bed right now too but nah it's all good it'll be love the fans over there are great <laughs> like you put it on blast and then you're like no nah, it's all good <laughs> yeah, i love these fans but uh fuck it i don't want to be there <laughs> speaking of uh did anyone else see eric bledsoe's tweet yep yeah there we go that was yep. just this week that's crazy i don't want to be here i don't want to <laughs> yeah. be here um, who can blame him? No one. It, it was, they they sent him home like the day after he sent that out, and it was suggested that he was going to be uh, either released or traded or something. And then I haven't heard anything new happening since then. Yeah. Also, I'd like to point out uh, Caleb Swanigan uh, or Swanigan. I don't know how you say it. Swanigan uh, Formerly of. Purdue. I watched him while I was sitting in a sports clips in Eugene once and went, holy shit, that guy is good. And then the Blazers drafted him and I was like, I'm so stoked for this guy to be a Blazer and he has looked so good since. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, monstrous. Um, I think my only thing that we didn't cover that I'm excited about for this upcoming week is, oddly enough, I am excited for the NC State-Notre Dame game. Oh, yeah. 
because NC State is sitting at six and one with two top twenty wins. Uh, yep. They beat Florida State and Louisville. Uh, they're going to be at on NBC against Notre Dame that just came off of a pretty big win for mm-hmm. themselves. Uh, I am excited for this Wolfpack team. I'm not going to lie. It's been kind of fun to watch them peripherally, and now they're between this and then, depending on how they do this week, they have Clemson next week. Yeah. Uh, I'm really low-key pretty excited about it. So, And I'm excited to get to see them kind of nationally, too, because I haven't really gotten to watch anything but highlights on them um outside the florida state game yep they got a they got a heisman candidate on that team right now very outside candidate but uh they're uh what is it their defensive end i believe something like that wherever i can find a spot he's no longer in there Ah. okay well he got taken out let's say wherever i can find a spot where we're not directly talking about something or it's dead space or we're coughing or something. I pull it out as much as possible. Yeah. I pull it out as much as possible too. <laughs> uh... Sometimes you just don't have to though, because it's by yourself. I just try to fit one more masturbation joke in there. Just end it there. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> this has been over for a while. <laughs> Extravagant and nice, but I got you something that was from the heart. <laughs>